Ladies and gentlemen, back once again, another Sunday, another episode of the Chief and Bosco Podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am your host, Chief, alongside my partner in crime, Bosco. Say what up to the people. Salutations, y'all. Another Sunday. Y'all get to listen to my silky smooth voice once again. Y'all welcome. For the smooth jams of yesterday and today. 95.7. R&B. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. But for real though, man. Another episode. We back once again. Uh, we got some new things on the docket, man. Getting closer to uh, NFL season. College game day season. Um, But we got a few things on the docket, man. Let's go and get into it. So, I'm going to break down the NFL stuff in the news. Um... Nothing too big, uh, major. This week, I think Tuesday's the date. They're cutting down to the 56-man roster. So 30 guys are going to be either up out of here, signed to the practice squad, etc., etc. So we'll stay tuned for that. Other big news, uh, it's been some crazy injuries. Uh, First-round pick, Travis Etienne out of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. Uh, Season-ending, suffering uh, ACL injury. Fortunate for him. So, Trevor Lawrence will be without his guy to start this year off. Hopefully, you know, it makes a speedy recovery to get back next year. On the other side of things, J.K. Dobbins of the Baltimore Ravens suffered a uh, ACL tear, unfortunately. He will be um, out for the year. So, it looks like Gus Edwards is going to uh, be taking up the majority of the workload there. Just be on the lookout because there's still some guys, older guys on free agency left. AP, Gore, Todd Gurley, etc. Some guys there. So we'll get towards that. And I uh, think, you know, there might be some moves. On the other transactional side, we go over to the NFC East in which um, back to the Jaguars. You know, after Trevor Lawrence's name is starter. In that case, uh, Gardner Minshew, he was traded to the Eagles for a six-round pick. Now, it is a conditional. Uh, it will go to a fifth-round pick if he plays 50% of the snaps within three games. So, we'll see how that goes. Uh, you can already kind of tell how we Roseman and company aren't too keen on uh, Jalen Hurts. So, they picked him up in there to join the, um, the quarterback room. So, right now, it's him, Nick Foles, and Jalen Hurts. Uh, they recently let go of Nick Mullins. But that's just uh, major news coming out um, as far as injury reports and such. Uh, Really moving on to um, our next NFL segment. We're going to get into our breakdown. Not necessarily a breakdown, but just recapping NFL Top 100. So it recently came out. uh, Bosco, did you get to see uh, the Top 100? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I... I glanced at the list. I don't. It's very, very rare that I sit down and watch the segments on YouTube. It gotta be a player I like, but I'm not about to. I don't watch all a hundred. So, uh-huh. no. Nah, but I did. I did get a chance to, to look at the list. On I feel like they got it um, pretty right this year. Yeah. Um. I definitely agree. Um. I like how they did one and two interchangeable for me, but I have no uh, regards. Um. For me, I think Tom should probably be higher on that list, I feel like. Um, 
That's the only real I saw that one. I was kind of shocked about. You said who? Tom. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I think he should be a little higher on that list. Um, but other than that, I really didn't have. Um, surprisingly, I didn't have too many. Uh, what some call it? Any uh, kind of complaints? But yeah, really, Tom. I thought Quentin Nelson probably should be higher up there. Uh, but that was really just a couple. So I wasn't into uh, any kind of major, you know, um, disregards in that. So, yeah, just kind of want to go over that. It was quick, uh, quickly fair. Top three, Pat Mahomes, Aaron Donald, and Rodgers, of course. Um, so, honestly, no real complaints. It's a uh, list made up by the NFL players. So, you know, they know who's the best in the league. But, yeah, nothing really to combat there. Um, moving forward, so we'll go ahead and speed through this. Um, did you have that question available by chance? Oh, which one? Uh, on the docket, I had the, uh, NFL question. I know you gave me one last week. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I could throw some at you. Um, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I could throw some at you. We could do a, um, all right. Would you rather go to one Super Bowl and win mm-hmm. or go to six and not win any? Hmm. I'll take the one. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll take You'd rather one. have Nick Foles' career or Dan Marino's? Wow. Oof, that's dang, that's crazy. Uh, is there a statue of Dan Marino? Yeah, there is. Oh shit, that was gonna be my trump card. <laughs> yeah, no, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's outside of Hard Rock Stadium. That's tough. That's tough. I should have asked more questions on that because I think I would take Dan Marino's career honestly. Yeah. Over that, damn. Because I'm thinking. Just overall, like if I like if I play like whatever kind of position, especially if I play like something that wasn't quarterback, mm-hmm. I might take that one shot to go ahead and get a Super Bowl ring and then kind of go from there, because it wouldn't be something that's gonna affect me like as much as it would a quarterback. But yeah, now looking at it, I guess I'm gonna reverse my answer, because <laughs> I'd rather be Dan Marino than Nick Foles. No, I feel you on that. It's interesting though. I was thinking the other day if I had like. Going into the fourth quarter, team down by 10. You got mm-hmm. one quarterback in league history to try to mount a comeback. Who you picking? Um, one quarterback. Uh, I'm going to pick probably either. Wow. That's crazy because I think I'm either pick. I got between three. Uh, Brady. I'll go Elway, and um, if it's against the Patriots, I'm going Eli. So I'm going with those. I'm gonna go with those three. Um, mount a mount a comeback. That shit with uh with Brady, that was tough. So yeah, I think uh I think I yeah, but I think initially I might I might go with Brady still, still in that regard uh, to mount a comeback. Man, that's a that's a tough one though. If you I want. think I might go with Montana, but I think Montana. Brady is a um. It'll be hard to to go against that. Right, okay, okay, Montana. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, that's a good one though. 
Yeah, that was, that, was, that was a good question right there. I like that one. Um, but, yeah, that was a quick rapid fire right there. I always kind of like those. My um, apologies, y'all. I should have. I think next next week I'm a, I'm a, it's going to be some tough ones. The song that's going to be a, <laughs> whoa, hold up. Let me think about that for a second. All right. I like, I like that. I like that. But, you know, that was enough for our NFL talk, man. Let's get up out of sports, man. Let's take it over the music, man. So we got we got big things here, man. It's been a monumental Sunday indeed. A Sunday service, if you will. But before we get to that, <sighs> we got to recap this week, man. So, this week, we got a song from Baby King featuring the big cuzzo. The man, K. Dot Kendrick himself, he dropped a verse, referred to him as Omega, and the game is now in a frenzy. So at this point, we're kind of waiting. When is he gonna drop, etc., etc. His contemporaries have been back and forth between Kanye and Drake. We've seen the Sports Center situation. Um, you know, CBL announces September third as the, I think it's September third as they say. Um, yeah. Supposedly, supposedly, um, we can first into our music conversation, man. I wrote this one down because people keep bringing this up, man. Is this Kendrick first Drake? Is this really a thing? I don't think so, but I don't, I don't know what the versus thing is, right? Because when I think about Kendrick and Drake, I think they get compared only because they're in the same era. Because Hmm. When I listen to their music, their music isn't similar. They don't talk about the same type of shit. I feel like they have the same audience only because they're hip hop artists. But mm-hmm. I don't know what the competition really is because Kendrick is winning best rap albums. Like Kendrick sweeps the Grammys whenever he comes out. He's winning Pulitzer prizes and shit. It it doesn't compare. Like I we were talking about the uh, like the expectations in itself. Like anything that's like considered mid tier or anything for Kendrick is basically a failure at this point. Yeah, like when you start running through it, like Kendrick, if you include Section Eight in his mixtapes, he has probably one of the best batting averages in the history of rap. And Drake does not have that. So yeah, I just I don't understand the whole competition. I'm like, I think it is interesting that. The only songs I could think off the top of my head they done together was Poetic Justice, All Good Kid, Mad City, Fucking Problems, which was ASAP song. And then Kendrick was on Take Care. He was on one of them interludes. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you talking about that the interludes is 11 and the other two songs is 12. So yeah. I do think, I, I think to myself, I wonder if something happened behind, like, behind the scenes with them two. Mm-hmm. Because it was, I do kind of find it odd that they... Having at least done like, no, nah, nah, I don't want to j- sound crazy. Like I don't want a project or nothing like that. But I think it is kind of interesting that they haven't hopped on each other's albums because, I mean, Drake wouldn't have belonged on uh, to Pimper Butterfly. He just doesn't fit up there. But when I listen Maybe to Damn, damn yeah. I think Drake could be up there. Or and I think Kendrick fits on almost anything if you if you let him know what the vibe is and everything, I feel like he can fit his style into almost anything. So I do think it's interesting. They haven't worked together in damn near 10 years, but a competition, I don't really look at like that because Kendrick seems like he releases music on his own time. I don't, because I feel like if he's in competition, he hasn't released an album in like four and a half years. Mm -hmm. He would be releasing way more often if he was trying to keep up with, with Drake. I mean, Drake releases damn near every year. Like whether it's a, 
whether he hops on a huge song or he has his own project, that just doesn't seem like Kendrick. So the whole competition thing to me, I don't really get it. I don't understand where this comes from, but right, yeah, to each his own, I guess. I just find it kind of kind of stupid. Yeah, it's just uh, like you said, like uh, you know, really, because they're just you know out of the same time, really. But I think like if we're having that conversation, it really just you need to. I think in that that group, you need to put somebody that like. It's going to be held in that same magnitude, which I feel like it would be better if we were seeing Kanye and Kendrick or something like that to where the expectations is going to be that high for at least for the music quality. Yeah. And such, because, I mean, the numbers will be there regardless. But, yeah, I feel like if we're going to do that, that needs to be the question. So, I don't know. I, I don't understand. And, like, my thing is, like, you know, even when we touch back, you know, with control and stuff like that, like, I mean, he's taking shots pretty much at everybody, and it's not just Drake, it's to actual, like, not to say he isn't one, but, like, we know, like, who the spitters are, the MCs, the Shans, the Wale's, the dudes that really, you know, switch up the flows, really put into the rap portion of it, not just, you know, the melodies, all that stuff like that, he's really talking to everybody who's spitting, too, so I feel like it's like a it's like an open-ended question and such, because, like, they bring up Drake, but I know, like, you know, uh, Kendrick still, he still, you know, holds J. Cole and, and Big Sean and them guys, because he knows their rappers, holds them in a high regard, so I feel like that's, you know, he's considering everybody when he, you know, drops lines like that and such. I'm gonna be honest, I don't think... I don't think Kendrick really sees Drake's in, Drake in his class, and I don't think he should. I, I mm-hmm. think, to me, I would look at it like I think Drake is too inconsistent in the type of music he makes. Because when he feels mm-hmm. like rapping, rapping, he can do that great, but he doesn't do it consistently enough. And then sometimes he wants to do, he wants to sing, yeah, which is like it, it's not. It's not consistent enough for me to really, for me to think Kendrick looks at Drake as any sort of threat or anything like that. And like right. I said, it's like when Kendrick comes out. I mean, besides besides when when he came out Good Kid, Mad City, and they got nominated for all those Grammys, he didn't win any because he basically lost to Macklemore, which I to this day think that's probably the worst thing that happened to Macklemore's career. Um, but if you look at everything, and I'm not even saying it's just about Grammys because if you don't put no value into the awards, then they don't mean shit. But if I'm Kendrick, I'm like, man, I, when I come out, my numbers do well, my shit is critically acclaimed, I'm being nominated for shit. That Drake and none of these other rappers, like a Pulitzer Prize, my nigga, yeah. like no other, none of these other rappers are being considered for shit like that. Like it's not even, it's not even close to what we're even talking about. It's like when you look at greatest album, greatest albums of all time, Drake's name isn't up there. It's you look, it's to Pimp a Butterfly, it's Good Kid, Mad City, it's Damn, it's Take Care is up there, like maybe in the top five hundred greatest albums or some shit like that. But like it. It's it's just a different ballpark I think we're playing in and yeah. I just don't even think they make the same type of music. It's like Kendrick is more so socially conscious and he can he can play around on shit when he feels like it, but Drake makes whatever is hot at the time, a bunch of I call it fast food music and there's nothing wrong with that cuz that's also necessary and needed in music, but I just I don't I don't know if I'm Kendrick, I'm I don't look at you as competition, my nigga. There's no disrespect to you, but you're not in my playing field, especially when it comes to just straight rapping. Like, no disrespect, yeah. but Drake is not that. Like, even on if Drake wanted to go pure rap, you're not matching up against Kendrick, my nigga. You're just not. Yeah. 
And like you said, man, you know, him being socially conscious and stuff like that, you know, it's even been given, you know, throughout the times, throughout the years, you know, everything that's going on, people are asking for a Kendrick project, this would be the perfect time, like, you know, we kind of need to hear you and such, like, you aren't saying that to Drake, like, I don't know, I just feel like, you know, the the, the expectations is so, it's just so drastically different, um, but yeah, just kind of wanted to, uh, to breeze on through that going on to our our next one um let's go ahead and get into it man with the sunday service man we were blessed we were blessed today it is here ladies and gentlemen donda 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 Donda, panda panda (laughs) donda panda (laughs) it is here it is here indeed so Recapping, you know, well, we'll try to, man. This album was, uh, long, quite, quite long. Going into this one, man, um, into Donda, man, what's, uh, your first takes? Any, any tracks stand out to you? Well, when I was listening to this Quentin Tarantino length album, um, I thought to myself, mm-hmm. sonically, I like it. There are some songs, I like Remote Control a lot with yep. him and Thug, um, I know for me, I've been singing jail all day. Yeah, the jail shit is catchy. I like the one joint, him and Jay Electronica. Yeah. Um, I, I like think it's called Jesus Lord. It's a, it's a few standout tracks for me. Overall, oh. full disclosure, we're recording this on a Sunday. Um, I only got through the entire thing. They, like, from front to bottom, I got through it I once. And there's it. certain songs I've heard, like, maybe two, three times at this point. Because... I only saw clips of the live mm-hmm. show. Stuff like that doesn't really interest me all that much. If I'm being like, I love seeing live performances live. Like if I'm yep. there in person. Yeah. But like w- to see it on like television. Or yeah. Like see that. live performances on TV doesn't really do anything for me. The only exception, if I'm watching the Grammys, maybe. But for the most part, like like when people upload like their sets from festivals and stuff, I don't stuff like that doesn't really grasp me for unless something crazy happened like. Someone's like, no, you a dog. You gotta go and check this one particular part out. But I like the album. Um, off of initial listen, I mean, it's probably not in my top five of his, but mm-hmm. that's only because of how amazing all I, I view some of his other stuff. It was cool, man. Um, some of the features. I, I don't mean, know, man. I just find Kanye to be a, a very interesting dude. Like the Yachty feature kind of threw me off a little bit. I mean, he got Yachty up there. He got Playboy Cardi, Cardi up, up there. there. It, it's a lot of features. I'm kind of like, eh. and like I, I would say for me, um, I like Remote Control. I did like, um, yeah, it was interesting, man. Keep my spirit alive had Griselda on it. Yeah, that was fire. Um, I really like the Junior joint. I like that until I heard Playboy Cardi. Um, I think it is, uh, I want to say either God Breathes or Hurricane, one of the one that had The weekend on it. I did like that one. I hate it off the grid. That had, um, whatchamacallit, that had Favio Foreign. Oh. And uh, which I hated that boy. song. Yeah, I didn't need it. I didn't need a, a Brooklyn Drill song from Kanye. That shit pissed me off. Um. That one I didn't, uh, but other than that, I think that was probably the only one I just really didn't, I hate, God, I hate that song. Um, but the Jesus Lord, that's a good track, um, well, good two tracks, because they're both like eight to ten minutes a piece, so it's like a 20 minute song. 
Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's a good man. I, I definitely suggest, man, take your time with this one. Um, but like you, similar to like you said, right off the bat, I don't think this will definitely be in the five. And like even with some of the other projects, like I mean. Like, for instance, Late Registration has a good number of songs up there, but, like, I feel like even that's a smoother listen for me um, to to get through. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it'll be um, in there, but um, I think with this album, I'm going to definitely go back and, like, I'm going to have some highlights in there that I pick out. And kind yeah, of I think with this album, I'm going to have to create, like, my own playlist. Like, yeah. maybe, like, chop it down to, like, 14 songs or something like that. It's It's just... It's a lot of music, and it's a lot to take in at one time, but he's playing a streaming game. That's, that's really why these albums be long. Like, some of these dudes' albums be long as hell. It's because you're just trying to run the streams up so you can get better first-week number sales. Like, we, we know what it is, and I think Kanye West is about to do a stupid amount of sales because yeah. of the way they count albums. It's like, people are going to stream it. People are going to buy it. They include the Apple streams into it. Mm-hmm. At one point, he was selling bundles of, like, if you buy the shoe... If you buy a shoes, it gives you an option to buy the album for like two ninety nine or whatever it was. So I think he's gonna he's gonna do. I think he is going to do the most he's done in a first week solo probably since my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Because I remember Yeezus underperformed. Mm-hmm. They thought Yeezus was gonna do five hundred. They ended up doing around like three fifty. Life of Pablo was weird because Life of Pablo was like one of the first times an album came out streaming only. So I think if you look at it officially, it's like ninety seven thousand, but I, I still don't really think they knew how to count streams then. Man, and I that, think um I, almost forget I think Ye did like a, in the low two hundred thousands and Jesus is King did something around there. So I think this would I think this would be his best first week sales probably in over a decade. And um I mean good for him. I don't you know, it just seems like he, that man got so much going on, whether it's clothes, which I'm not like the hugest fan of, but to each his own. His shoes, the music, everything else it seems like he'd be having going on, his personal life. Um, it's probably I don't know, man. I'm always Ye's one is my favorite hip hop artist ever, so I'm always gonna listen to when he drops. But yep. I guess it for me it's one of those things. I'm not when I listen to his music, I don't even really expect to hear like late registration college dropout, which is I'm glad I don't because I don't really need him to recreate a moment in time. Just mm-hmm. keep pushing forward. The problem is some of these dudes he works with, I'm kind of like, I'm never going to say someone isn't worthy of something, but it just seems kind of odd when you yeah. run through the track list and you see these names and you're kind of like, wait, so you got songs up here with Jay-Z and also songs up here with Yachty and you got a pop song with Pop Smoke, but you're not on a song. It's basically just a Pop Smoke song. It's like, all right, you got Playboy Cardi R throughout this album. Okay, you got the baby up here, which is like, oh, it's just, you look at the track list, it's kind of like, huh, this is interesting. Like, same album, you got Yachty on, you got the locks on. I'm like, all right, dog, I don't really know what we're doing. But like, why are they on the same track? And I feel like kind of similar to what you said, like, I feel like Gay's up there to that point to where like, yo, like. Dude, yeah, you don't don't just put be putting everybody on your song. It's like, bro, like everybody doesn't need to say, yeah, I've been on a song with Kanye. Like, I I kind of don't, I don't, cause bro, the expectation for you is so high. Like, yo, don't 
It's like you kind of throwing these dudes a solid for real, for real. And I'm like, nah, B, you don't need to do, nah, don't, don't do that, man. But like, yeah, like I'm glad it's not like the, you know, the ones in the past. But it's like really, you kind of, it's hard because it's like, you know, expectation is high, but it's like, yo, what is the expectation? Because I don't know exactly what it's gonna sound like. He, he changes it up and stuff, so. You know, and then it's weird because the whole thing, like I seen report Soldier Boy. I guess Kanye contacted Soldier Boy for remote control, and then Soldier Boy ended up not making the album. And I see Chris Brown is upset about him not about. I don't know what 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 happened. I mean, he called Kanye a hoe. Yeah, yeah, he called him a hoe. Which I don't. I don't know. Everything around this album is just weird because I read reports on Friday. That they submitted it to Universal to have it released on Sunday. That's why when I woke up and I saw it was released, I wasn't all that shocked. Um, but then you got Kanye saying they released it without his permission. And I, dog, the music is out there now. Like it, it is what it is. Like I'm gonna be very curious to see what the first week numbers are because it's like, man, you did a whole lot, a whole whole lot just to yeah, just promote for them this to do it. So yeah. I hope for his sake it does very well. Um, but yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. I think I think when we record again next week, we could touch on it again. I'll live with it a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. And I I can give it a proper ranking. It's so weird the way people like receive music. I hopped on the Wikipedia page. It's like four different publications already have reviews of the album. I'm like, dog, it's been out for less than 24 hours. Like, yeah, I'm like, how do you? That's crazy to digest all that, but you know, to each his own. Yeah, I I, I didn't under. I didn't I didn't understand it. Um but you know, it is what it is. Um but yeah, just kinda wanted to at least touch on it, you know, not let a, a week go past. At least wanna kinda wanna, you know, contribute on it a little bit, uh, in that case. But yeah, man, shit, that was really uh move forward, man. That was all we have for music, man. Don that was out. Definitely go, uh, you know, I mean, go check it out if you fuck with Kanye. I mean, or if don't, don't. I mean, we ain't getting paid from him, so check it out, don't check it out. We don't care what y'all do, man. Yeah, we just, <laughs> we just, we just letting y'all know that shit out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, you know how that go. Uh, moving forward, though, man, we're going to get into the fan topics, man. Finish this thing off, man. So, got a question. Got a question from one of our uh, listeners we appreciate. And he asked us, how do we deal with rejection? Hmm. Now, it's different kind of rejections. Like, okay. rejection from a woman or a man, if you went to that. I don't know anything about that. Okay, but so, so, intimate Oh man! And then you're, okay, we can we can touch base. Cause you got intimate rejection. You got getting rejected by a job. Um, I think those are the main two that come to go, my head. We but. can go. Um, we can go social, professional. All right, social rejection. I think men are prepped from the age of five to just get rejected throughout life. Hold Whether on. it's you trying to uh, you, you, you trying to give a little girl like a flower or something, she smack it out your hand. So Get out of my face. Say, say, say that one more time for us. I said, I just think, you know, I think, man, as a young man, you deal with rejection at a very young age. Right. So I think by the time you hit 16, 17, you don't heard no so many damn times. By the time you hear yes, you 
Man, it's my lucky day, man. Like, <laughs> shit. It don't matter what else is going on in your day. It's like you hear that one yes, everything turn around. So, you know, but to answer the question, how you do with rejection, um, luckily I haven't been rejected but so many times in my life. I mean, I'm a handsome ass dude, so you know, I mean, it kind of is what it is. But no, in all seriousness, though, I think sometimes you gotta just take it in stride, and it's it's good, I think, to ask why. For example paint a scenario you with the woman or you and a friend you you have a woman friend right y'all cool you know you trying to take it to the next level she just like well no i don't look at you in that way or i don't want to go there with you sometimes it's okay to just ask like okay well what is it about me specifically do you think makes you not want to do that like i think what it turns into so many people are so aggressive Mm. off rejection like you'll hear women be like Oh, he don't want me. He must be gay. And it's like, what a dumb thing to say. Like, <laughs> like, it, like man, women's ego be crazy, dog. Like, women's yeah. ego be crazy. Men too, though. All men too. Because men will say that. I've heard men be like, oh, yeah, she don't want me. She must be a lesbian. It's like, dog, that's so wild to say. But And, you know, kind of to expound on what you said, too. I mean, I, I, I feel the same way. Like, you know. It's weird, man, because back in the day, like, you know, we get rejection and stuff. I used to feel some kind of way about it, but now I just look at things like, man, like, nobody owes me anything. Nobody owes me the time of day. No, none of that shit. Now, we try to, you know, uh, we, we we try to plan ahead. We try to do these things, but, like, at the end of the day, yeah, nobody really owes you the time. No, nothing, but, you know, that kind of falls back to your premise. Like, we're used to that. We're used to rejection. We're used to, like, you know... It gets especially, you know, being a growing from a, you know, a boy to a man, you get used to the the thing, the situations of like, yo, you could do everything right in the situation, be doing this, doing this, and doing that, and then the outcome still does not be what you, you know, think it should be or what you expected it to be. So I think, you know, after a while, you just kind of get used to those things, and you kind of just really gradually learn, um, just to kind of keep moving forward. And I mean, it's the same thing, yo. Like I like I tell the guys, yo, you gotta have your volume shooter badge up, bro. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta keep getting their shots in, bro. Now when I say that, man, I don't mean go wild. Like you don't need to be going crazy, killing the DMs back and forth, back and forth. You know what I mean? She not answering. Don't do no shit like that. But like, yeah, you know I mean, you at this point, like we're getting too old, bro. Don't do anything you, like, regret, like, yo, like, you know, I wish I would have said something to her, and I didn't, and such, man, shoot your shot, because at the end of the day, all they can do is say no, and you keep it chugging. Yeah, so, you know, I think, I think rejection is good. Rejection builds character. You gotta hear no every now and then in life. Yeah, and I think, uh, it's funny, like, you had mentioned, too, man, like, you know, as men, we get used to it, um, but then, like, same thing, like, I don't, like... I think it kind of goes both ways, cause I but we've also seen to say like you know like we're women like especially the ones that aren't you know used to rejection, uh you definitely you have those but then too like you have men that are like that oh too. yeah like, absolutely yeah you I mean you got both ways too um but yeah I think that, you know that's really more so from a social aspect um but I know like I guess on the professional side like especially like you know kind of being a, a, you know somewhat of the corporate world I mean you kind of just roll with the punches really and I know for me like I've kind of just noticed like everything that I do in life like it comes at a pace so like there's nothing I don't I can't really cut corners um 
lot of the times I, I got to be patient and just how I do things, really. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I kind of just, you know, keep my head low and let the work be the example. Um, That kind of just shows in throughout there because, I mean, you show your value. You know, nobody can really, you know, question that. But, um, you know, I, I mean, I guess, you know, rejection, I mean, it's a part of life, really. Just something to learn from, another learning experience. Um, I think that's probably the main key that I got on rejection, really. Just just another building block. You know, don't let it be the end all, be all. There's always another day. Um, you know, uh, someone told me, you know, every day is another chance to be 1% better. So, just another way to, uh, just to keep moving. But, yeah, that's, far, that's really what I got on rejection. Did you have any? Yeah, I think the main thing with rejection is, I think what helps a lot is find out why and see what you can approve upon like where i work at now man it took a whole bunch of interviews like mm-hmm. first couple you know you do them you think you think you're killing it like oh yeah man you did a good job this and that you get the email yeah under uh consideration uh, under further review we've decided to go with somebody else and it's just like well, damn. we keep you in the talent pool yeah but it's just like damn but you can't really let that detract you like life is still going on like you you can't I'm never going to say you shouldn't ever feel down, but that needs to be a very temporary feeling. You got to bounce back on your feet because life is not going to stop just because you're sad about something. So I think it's important to realize that there are billions of doors. You just got to find the right one to walk through. And, um, man, you got to just get up off your ass and, and make things happen sometimes. I mean, rejection hurts. It sucks. But I think rejection can help you become the best possible version of yourself in the long run. Nah, for sure, for sure, man. Similar to touch on what you said, too, man. Um, like you said, you know, it's your job. Like, I know it took me a while to get on mine. Like, you know, multiple times, this position, that position. Multiple times to get in, and just I felt like, you know, just when I was about to just give up on it, you know, that was the day that I ended up getting hired and stuff. So, big like, facts, I, I kind of just took that with stride, and then from then on, just like, yo, like, I mean, I got a goal, like, what I want to do. And just kind of, you know, taking the steps to figure out what I need to do or whatnot. But just kind of be preparing yourself, too, you know, for your next move, you know, just in case if things happen. But, yeah, I mean, rejection is rejection is a part of the uh, part of the process, really, for real. But, yeah, man, I was just... um, Shit, you think about everyday life. I remember I asked my dad for some sneakers one time. Not only did I get rejected, I got a 15-minute lecture about that. Mm. Talking about, boy, you lost your damn mind. I ain't getting you these shoes because of this, this, and that. By the end of it, you like, man, I shouldn't have even asked. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You get to that, you get to that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, but then you know, our parents. You know, you ask them for something. Now, why you need that? Why you feel like you know? Yo, I asked my mom for a turtle once. I was like 11. She said, "Yeah, you write me an essay about why you want one. I'll consider it." <laughs> I was like, "You know what? I don't even want the turtle that bad." Cause you know, I started to get to you. <laughs> But then you know, I was trying to figure why I need to, you know, why you need mine. You ain't got no money. Well, I was thinking about getting it for you, but then you just gave me that bullshit reason, so then I changed my mind. You ain't getting it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that joke is hilarious. Yeah, just think about that. Yeah, cause my dad always has that little trick. Yeah, you know, let me borrow something right quick. I mean, if you ain't got it, you ain't got it. It's all good, man. Just let me know. I'm like, yo, I ain't broke. So like, don't. <laughs> 
Don't be talking about you ain't. At this point, man, I I want you to think I'm broken, man. If you ain't got it, you, you right. I ain't got it. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck trying to get it though. Uh, yeah, I ain't got it, dog. Yeah, man. He be hitting me with that all the time, bro. But yeah, really, just uh, moving on from that, man. That was really the main question that we had this week. Um, going to finish off. Do you have a scenario for us? I do. Just, okay, so we'll be. All right, you selling drugs. Right. You and your homeboy selling drugs. Whoop de whoop. Mm-hmm. Get caught up. Police say one of y'all going down for this. Now in this made up scenario, I'm a I'm gonna be reasonable. In this made up scenario, uh one of y'all gotta take five. Y'all gotta take five and you gotta do it upstate. Now if you take the five, you promise fifty million dollars when you get out. You doing the five years? Yeah. I'll take the five. Stand <laughs> up, you know, stand up, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Oh, without a question. But see, that's a, in this scenario, like, I feel like with my attitude, like, if I'm selling drugs, right, which most of the time, it, a lot of times it don't happen like this, the movies, it don't really be happening like this, I feel like... Me being that person that's always kind of accountable. If I'm getting into some stuff, that's the lifestyle that I'm in. I'm, I'm willing to take what it comes with it. And plus, man, if I'm going to get 50 mil, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm I'm going to go in there off the strength. Yeah, you know, especially when I get into the, yeah, you know, I'm in here, you know, such and such, man. Dang, so they tried to pin it down on you, man. They were trying to throw the book at you. Yeah, but you know, I still talk. I knew you about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you about to say that. You know, I, I still talk. You know, it ain't nothing, man. And you know, man, you know, I, I held it down or whatnot. I took it on the chin because, you know, when I come home, I'm going to still be the king. <laughs> I mean, ten toes down, what can I say? You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to worry. 50 mil? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, if you'd have said some shit like, if you came home and 5,000 going to be waiting for you. Come on, man. First of all, <laughs> hey, all right, man. Look, I'm not saying you, all right. If you willing to do five years in prison for $5,000, you need to seriously think about where you are in life. Because, yeah. first it's of all, you, you could make five, just having a nine to five, you could make 5000 a couple months, worst case scenario. So, you want to do five years? Five? Fuck that! I'm not doing five days mm-hmm. <laughs> in prison for that. It's would just you, like, would you do it for for fifty? Would I do five years for fifty million? All right, this is my thing. Five hundred thousand. Nah. <laughs> nah. 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 Fifty million. I'll think about it. But even then, I'm like, damn, man. Do I got protection up in there? Because if Dang. I ain't got protection, I can't do it. You gonna I, you gonna join and you gonna become a five percenter? Yeah, I would have to um immediately join the Nation of Islam yeah, or some shit. I'm a definitely do that shit. Yeah, either that or I gotta join some gang. I just I can't become nobody's boyfriend. Nah, and I, I and get I, the booty bandits on you. Yeah, bro. no, I can't become nobody's boyfriend, and I can't be like a I. I can't be in there to the point where I come out and it's hard for me to like cope with everyday life again, like. Man, it's just so weird. I'm used to having to ask. Like, if I could go somewhere up in here, like, like I ain't got to ask to go to the bathroom. What was that like off of a Shawshank Redemption? But see, that don't, he been in there like 60 <laughs> plus said, years. Can I go to the bathroom? He said, you don't have to ask. You just go. <laughs> now, see, I don't think that'll change you in five years. No, nah, I hope he, God. He, I hope not. Because nah, I think what Shawshank, he was there since he was like 16 yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had been there for a super long time. Yeah, like his whole damn life, basically. His whole adult life. 
Yeah. So, nah, I don't think you'll, you'll have that. But I'm telling you, yo, you going there, you know what I mean? You got 50 mil waiting on you. You got to hit them with a credit. You know, they try to get me. They try to jam me. But, you know, I'm always keeping up. Keep it true. I stood tall. I took it on my, you know. Death before dishonor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I held my own, you know what I mean? I know one thing. If I do five years in prison, I'm coming home swole, swole. They be yeah. like, damn, they must have a 25-hour fitness up in there. Like, yup. I'm coming home swole. The dude, like, uh, he need to be on the radio. Like, you know, a nigga come home, you know, can hold a real nigga down, you know what I'm saying? They got, they got to be saying all of that on the radio. Yeah, you know, shout money, make the bitch beat that murder charge. I'm like... <laughs> You killed somebody only did like a year? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, who are you yeah. snitching on? Like, <laughs> they don't talk about that. Movie. He must have snitched on a lot of people to only do a year for killing somebody. Yeah. Like, that is insane. I'm it's, like, nah, bro. Like, you got, uh, if, I, if I do that, man, for five years, I come at home swole. I'm going to be a uh, nation Islam, like, slash blood. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Still standing tall, coming home with mad principles. This man gonna have like the Crip branded uh brand on his arm, but with a red bandana. Like, no, I'm in like, all the gangs, dog. Yeah, red bandana with a red kufi on. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be the same materials. Looking like uh, Furious from um. Boy, boys in the hood, you gotta open up your mind, young brother. Mm-hmm. You don't see what the government trying to do to you, like. Yeah, you know it was nothing. I still tall, beloved. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming home. You know, nothing like 50 mil. Oh, I might gotta do it. I might. That's life changing right I'm there. Yeah, they said they got a bag waiting for me when I get out. I ain't even tripping, so you know, whatever. Y'all you know. can take this bull. I don't, I don't need this dog. I'm I'm good. Now I tell you this though. The day I get out, man, if I go out there in front and he only got 50000 for me, open the gates back up. Because after I kill him, they got puppy back in the <laughs> Oh, he just walked out. Yeah, man. So, look, real quick. I know, look, don't get upset. A little situation popped off. I got $45 for you right now, but I promise I can make the rest of it up to you. I'm like, yo, yo you you, 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 you joking? Somebody, or? Yo, yo, somebody telling you you got 50 mil. Then you get he only got forty five. Say I'm gonna make the rest back up to you. And those few seconds, I I come to the conclusion my life is over because I'm killing him. <laughs> I'm whatever. If I gotta take my belt off and strangle him, that's what I'm doing. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll just spend the rest of my life. At that point, I'm used to prison anyway, so I'm like, whatever. I'll just do the rest of my time here because I'm like forty five dollars. You could have put this on my books. <laughs> yeah. So like, what happened, little dog? It's cool. I got I got the double shifts going on. <laughs> <laughs> I can promise you, I make it up. I did the math. It's only going to take me about two hundred and eleven years. So you know, we we good. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> if I work eighty three hours a day for two hundred and eleven years, so you years. know, I thought to myself, I could work at the call center and and, and sell art out of the back of the Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh my god! <laughs> no, yo, I could, I could imagine that, yo. That's wild. Dude. First of all, I'm really not trying to go to jail. I, I've, I've avoided it up to this point. I, yeah. I'm not trying to be 27 going to jail for the first time. I feel like if I, if I've been in jail since I was like 16, 17 or something like that, I'm already used to it. Cool. I'm like, I'm too accustomed to living free for me now to just have all my rights taken from me. Like, yeah, all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not with that, man. That, that's that's wild. But, yeah, man, just wanted to, uh, how was our question? 
for the day. Yeah, um, last thing to touch on, a friend of ours asked us to talk about the crate challenge. Look, oh, man. Oh, yes, let's get into uh, it. I find those videos in there. It's weird because I'm the type, I find stuff entertaining for a like a small amount of time and then i just think to myself first of all where are people getting these crates from yeah i don't get it like i mean when i used to work at bush gardens there's a lot of crates there but like that's because you're getting actual milk delivered and all this other stuff but where people are getting these crates from i don't know i don't know if they're stealing them from the marvel made company i don't know if they ordering a bundle off of amazon and i'm seeing wild stuff like um whatchamacallit uh it's been wild ones, man. Like, I think the only one I really... Impaired, I know there was one of this one kid. Like, he broke his arm. I Yo, that, that was crazy. I wasn't going back to watch that because I did not want to see that. Um, but I, I seen that one was going crazy. And then I seen the one with the cop... And they kicked the uh, the crates up on their head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, you're wildin', bro. That's you're why trying police to get somebody, is never going in. You're trying to get somebody hurt. Like, you know, dudes just falling off, busting their faces, all kind of stuff on the crates. And... It's too much, man. It's just dangerous because some of them are doing it on gravel, and then you're doing it on grass, but grass ain't that soft. Well, underneath it is rocks and dirt, like yeah. So it's just dangerous. And my thing is, I mean, I'm grown, so I'm not partaking in any of that. I can't. Where I'm at in life, I can't afford to go to my girl. She says, "Babe, what happened?" I'm like, "I fell off some crates." I feel like she should break up with me because it's like clearly you don't have the level of common sense I thought you did, and I. You you are a danger to me and and what I got going on. So it's just I don't know, dog. I think it's just it's just odd. Every now and then these challenges come through. Yeah, they'll they'll sweep the internet for a couple weeks and people are on to the next thing. I don't even know what the rules of the challenge are because I'm listening. People like you have to have both feet on the crate before you move on to the next. Some of them you literally see it collapsing as they're running up and down. It almost looks like a. A video game, like when you're trying to run across the drawbridge and the bridge is falling at the same time. It's just weird. Like, so I don't even really know what the rules are. Like, have you ever have you ever stood on top of a crate before? Yeah, one crate. Yeah. Yeah, like I have like once, like working, and you just see them. But I never thought to myself, yo, we should flip these upside down and just like have a staircase of crates. Like, (laughs) no, I've never, I've never thought that. I don't know, I don't know whose idea it is. And then the thing is, the funny thing is, most of the videos, it's adults. Like, it's not that many kids it's I see doing, doing this. It is grown people doing it. And I'm just like, I get it. When you get bored enough, you'll, the worst decisions you will make in life is when you are bored. I promise you that to be true. Like, I think about all the dumb stuff I did as a kid, and it all started from, man, I'm bored. I want to entertain myself. And then I'll go out and get myself into some trouble. So... Yeah, I still, I, nobody's answered to me where all these crates are coming from. I don't know why y'all feel the need to climb up them, but I get it, man. It's small victories in life. If you can somehow complete the challenge, I guess you'll feel good about yourself. I ain't hating, man. Do your thing. <laughs> yeah, man. That, it, um, it's just it's just wild, man. Yo, be safe out there, bro. We don't need to be seeing anybody, you know, falling off a crates, landing on your face, on your back, all kind of random stuff, man. I, it, it, it it don't look like the best of things, man. But yeah, we just wanted to <laughs> touch on that one real quick. But that's all we really got for tonight. Um, any closing remarks for you? Nah, like always, y'all stay safe out here. Um, you know, keep 
keep keep listening share it with a friend do whatever y'all do listen to it wherever y'all listen to it we appreciate all feedback whether good bad or indifferent let us know what we can improve upon let us know if there's something you'd like for us to touch on you know like always man we appreciate it we once Oof. again trying to stay consistent or you know once a week we we come in at y'all with it and most definitely. Like I said we just we uh we appreciate all the all the listens most definitely um Similar to what you said, as you said, we appreciate the support. Um, definitely check us out as usual on my social media on Twitter, Instagram, Chief Keep Seven Five Seven. You will find a link to the podcast. Listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcast: Apple, Google, Spotify, etc. Definitely Apple. Rate, review, subscribe. Help us go up in the algorithms. Give us those five stars. Definitely um, share to your friends. Let us know. Um, as he said, just staying consistent every Sunday, uploading a new episode. But until then, we'll be back next week. A few more topics. We'll we'll go back on Adonda as such. But a few more things in the tuck. But until then, this has been another episode of the Chief and Bosco Podcast. Yep.